Welcome to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast, hosted by Jesse Runnels. Um, I'm also joined by my lovely wife, Jillian Winters. Hello. Uh, thanks for coming on for the... We didn't test my mic. or my levels yeah. okay? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm talking very soft. That's fine. Okay, the listeners probably aren't used to it. They're probably used to me screaming in their ear. Well... You know, one less year they have to, they can live without having to get hearing aids. <sighs> Boom. Joke of the week. <laughs> so, um, so all we have to get to now is Jill's Kitty Corner and we've wrapped up <laughs> yeah, one minute. Podcast done. Yeah. <laughs> this new fancy mic makes me feel like I'm those, uh, that Christmas special we watched, uh, the NPR ladies and the sweaty balls. What are you talking about? Oh, the the, the SNL. SNL skit. Oh, because I'm getting really close to the mic like they did and talking very soft. <laughs> Ooh, your sweaty balls are so big. <laughs> Do you feel like a professional person? Well, I'm laying in a pile of unfolded blankets without pants so no i don't feel very professional oh well <laughs> now uh, now i'll never get on uh i heart radio well or whatever it's called i heart radio i thought it was our heart radio for a oh second. my gosh okay i mean i'm just telling the people the truth well no be- behind the scenes photos this week well, this is the same person who used to think that if, like, someone who was missing a limb had a kid, <laughs> that that person, that that child would also be missing a limb. And I think, and I think at one point I used to think people who had tattoos had a kid. I was, I figured you would. No. That the kid would have you did not. I feel like you should have disclosed this before I legally bound myself to you in marriage. Well, welcome to my web of stupidity. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, that was too. Was that too loud? Yeah. Well, anyways, I can ASMR whisper the whole video. Yeah, we'd rather you didn't. Um, so this week we've semi-prepared. We kind of started this, we did start this podcast super late. We're recording this at 10.50 p.m. We both fell asleep at 8 p.m. Yeah. Well, um, so um, I went on Instagram this week and did some polls. Ah, yes. And I asked the audience if they would like the intro to have vocals and they said hard pass. Yeah. That No, that was not a good idea. Anyways, also, and I asked topics, too, for this week, and uh, besides Jill <laughs> and some troll questions, um, <laughs> one person asked me to talk about the insurrection, and that was a legitimate topic, so I didn't want to talk about it last week because it was a bit of a downer, but I might as well talk about it because it's such big news. Um... That is, without a doubt, the worst thing I've seen on television besides 9-11, I would have to say, since to this country. 
You don't think so? No. What's worse than that? Um, all the peaceful protesters getting shot. Okay, probably, yeah. But the videos I, of pe- unarmed people getting shot in their cars and stuff. Yeah, that's... But I, you said to our country, I guess. I mean, uh, the, it in no way to me could ever compare to anything like 9-11 where like thousands of people died. No. But, um, yeah, it's definitely what the probably the biggest the scariest threat to our democracy, like our actual political system, not just our standardized racist system of society that we live in. Yeah, and it really gives you the full picture of the last four years of, like, I mean, I don't know, like, it's just, I mean, Trump, diehard Trump, Ist, trumpeteers, whatever you want to call, whatever you want to call them, like it's a cult. Yeah, it, it, yes, I think that's a perfect word for it because it doesn't make any sense how people can believe anything that he says. I mean, if you take any amount of time to like. Well, I see it on John Oliver where they clip it together for you so you don't have to do any work. But, I mean, you can look up things where he'll say one thing and then deny that he said it even though there's video evidence of him saying something. And the fact that people just, like, can't see through that he is just so full of lies. I mean, it has to be some kind of brainwashing cult. Like, there's no... It's not like it's just a difference of opinion or a difference of po- politics. It's it's so far beyond that. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't know. It's he's definitely the worst president in the history of his country. Landstown, hundred percent. Hands down. Um, like he and, almost got us into war, or who's to say within the mix next 60 hours or so i mean i hate and just he's been like so uh, i mean he's basically trying to like be a tyrant like there's no it's it just doesn't even even presidents that were bad and corrupt still had some kind of semblance of respect for the system um and he just clearly doesn't at all yeah, and I, I just, he should have, I mean. I think he's sick. Like, I think he's fucked up in the head. Yeah. And this is all just one huge game, like, game. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think he's living in any sort of reality. I mean, I've, I, I don't understand when he was announcing his candidacy, I thought that that was going to be, oh, that's hilarious. This is ridiculous. No one's ever going to go vote for him because he announced his candidacy, candidacy, whatever the word is, in the same breath said that Mexicans in our country were rapists and drug dealers. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, no one's going to go for that. I was wrong. Yeah, you would be surprised where 
people in middle America live in their headspace. I was in middle America. I mean, I'm. You know what I mean? Like some. Don't pe- lump us Midwesterners together like that. Well, I don't think middle America is. I mean, that's just kind of like a broad term. It doesn't necessarily mean the Midwest, does it? I don't know. I think it does. Leave us alone. All right. Well, there's a large group of rural whites and even people who live in cities, like conservative whites, who, yeah, they have this very one-sided type of thinking. What blows me away is... Well, first off, this is this is part of the reason why I didn't want to talk about this last weekend because it just turns into a Trump bashing, and I don't don't like being disrespectful of the people. I, we just know so many people who are into it, but um, it just blows me away when women support him after he says he grabs women by the pussies. Let's not forget that one. And that you can do whatever you want to them when you're rich and famous. Um, And then the fact that there's so many people of color, maybe not, well, there are some black people, but, you know, just people of different ethnicities, non-white people who support him. It's like, or gay people. It's like, you know, they don't, he in no way, shape or form is ever going to have your back ever. Like he tried to ban, I don't even know if it went through, but he tried to ban transgender people from the military like what is this the 1300s what what why would you ever want to tell someone they can't serve your country yeah um i don't know i i I mean i wish he would have already resigned he there's there's all kind of articles like since the six that happened that it's kind of funny. Like, um, there's an article talking about how they compared it to Nixon, and um, he got really mad about that. And I think that's hilarious. Like, he's way more corrupt than what Nixon did. He's already got. He's already had a similar, like, like kind of plot that Nixon had of trying to thwart the attempt of Biden winning the presidency by trying to get information from Putin. Yeah, well, and Trump was even worse because it was international. Yeah. Um, And withholding aid until they dug up, what country was that? The Ukraine? I thought that was, yeah, either Ukraine, yeah. Um, So question, topic for discussion um, also, maybe for our listeners to think about if they're uh, uh, liberal leaning like us, um, do you think that Trump is actually so? He's, in my opinion, one of the most disgusting human beings ever. Got to get that out there. By far, wins that above and beyond. But do you think he's the worst president ever, considering? all of that we are still dealing with all of the uh, administrative decisions Reagan made in terms of the war on drugs and people with mass incarceration for possession of marijuana charges that are in prison from the 80s and that possession of crack was 
punished like a thousand times harder than possession of cocaine. You know, when they're basically the same drug, but one only rich people can afford. Yeah. Um, well, am I supposed to have an opinion here? Or? I, I, yeah, well, I mean, I sprung it on you, so maybe you don't have to have a huge opinion, but. Um, so there's a documentary on Netflix. I think it's called like 13 or something. Mm-hmm. And it's 13th about, or something. It's like the 13th Amendment. Mm-hmm. And it's about. Um, something about going to jail, like, uh, something about slaves and freeings. I don't know. It's something like that. I forget the actual wordage of the amendment. Um, the 13th amendment. Can you start talking? The uh, 13th amendment is, uh, what gave black men the right to vote, I believe. Ex-slaves the right to vote. Okay, so it's neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime. Whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to that jurisdiction. Oh, so Section 2, sorry, Congress shall have power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. Okay, sorry. So it's about how slavery just got transformed to the jail system. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that argument. The new Jim... Well, actually, there was... Um, this was when I was living in Minnesota. I heard it on NPR. A lady wrote a book called The New Jim Crow, which is the same thing, talking about how the war on drugs and our judicial system is has become the way to oppress black people as opposed to slavery, which it was hearing her talk was so convincing and super interesting and that was like 2012 2013 and we're still dealing with it like that's still part of the conversation yeah like i mean yeah trump is probably i would say even though trump's probably the i don't know i guess I don't know what I'm saying. Like, Trump's probably the second worst president behind Reagan. Um, I think whatever the Reaganomics thing didn't work. Um, going the trickle-down economics. Or yeah. there's a, that's, a, I listened to a podcast that's not, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Um, well, what is the Reaganomics? I don't even know. Isn't it going against, like, the uh, blue-collar workers and, like, the unions and stuff? It's not supposed to. So trickle down economics. I'm I'm not huge into uh, economics, but the basic idea of it is that you give tax cuts to the wealthier, and then they invest that money back in their company, which then makes more jobs, and the money goes back to the you know like the working people. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Because that's clearly not working. Well, for one, it the companies just got the tax breaks and pocketed money. Yeah, and just found ways to cut costs on their employees, like yeah. Amazon employees in their warehouse having to only pee like once a day, so they make their pick number. Yeah, and, and I don't. Know. There's like yeah, you hear all these stories like. 
commercials really church up these companies. Like you see all the companies, ooh, I pay, I, I work at Walmart, but I got such great benefits. Or, but yeah, you only get like twenty hours of leave a year or something ridiculous. I don't even know. <laughs> like, or it's such a great place to work. Minimum I get, wage. I get my college tuition paid for, but I work ninety hours a week. <laughs> you know, like it's something ridiculous, like. <laughs> Like, all right, I could tell you a story. Um, I worked at Walmart for about nine months. And I will say Walmart gave me ulcerative colitis. Almost. I thought you got it in the Navy. No. Oh. Anyways, I got diagnosed in 2014 in June. Just before I met you. Aw. Anyways, um... Well, I... The most money I made there here in Louisiana was $8.40 an hour. That is horrible. Yeah. And is Walmart almost a trillion dollar company? Yeah, the, um, I can't think of their last name. Waltons. The Walton women are like all of them are basically the top 10 richest women in the world. Yeah, and that's. And and they're like I've read articles about them. Like they're they're horrible people. Each one of them has like multiple DUIs. They don't know what to do in their free time. Yeah, and when I say the women are the richest, I don't mean as a collective. Each woman, which amazing that women are, you know, they're yeah, yay women power. But each woman is on the list of her own accord, which obviously she didn't earn any of that money. You know, that's just family money they inherited, and then they get off the back-breaking labor of people like Jesse. Yeah, and um, and and the way Walmart is ran, like when I worked there, I think they 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 let go of like seventeen people or something, just so managers could get a bonus. So like I was on a shoe, like a skeleton crew of this Walmart. That's really sick. And I had to like do work outside of the department I worked in and all this kind of stuff. So I I yeah. gave them too much of my time and I regret like I think I should have held out for a little longer at the time and I could have found a different job and been just the same. Probably made more money too. But. Oh well. This is becoming quite a downer of a podcast. <laughs> yes. All right, let's uh let's talk about everything we hate about the world. Yeah, all right. Well, um So that, we we well, went a well, long way off from the insurrection anyway. Yeah. Um do well, you think there's going to be more on in inaug I can't think of the word. Oh, in, we missed inauguration. Was uh, that going to be this Sunday? No, when is that? It was going to be Oh. Oh, sorry. They were having a special fundraiser inauguration. Where they did an inauguration for the rescue dog. Oh, okay. And you could join virtually and watch him get sworn in. Well, anyways, um, sorry about that. Well, I'm, what was I going to, oh, um, so, I never, long story short, I never voted for Trump, um ever and I'm proud to say that I never planned on voting for Trump when I voted for Hillary I voted in a very rural or 
in a place I was probably one of the few people who voted for where I voted for. Yeah, so I voted for where like Watson or whatever. So. Oh, oh yeah, you weren't in Baton Rouge yet. No, and even then, I think a lot more people voted in Baton Rouge. I think a lot more people voted for Biden this round than voted for Hillary. Yeah, definitely. Like people just didn't like Hillary. No, I mean she had a lot of in that whole email situation, but <sighs> whatever. Yeah. Anyways, um. Granted, yeah, the insurrection was horrible. It was a horrible attack on this nation's democracy. It was a travesty of a thing to happen. Um, Donald Trump is a horrible person. He never owns up to any actions that he caused. He slightly owned up to this to some CNN reporter. And, um, yeah, he should never be able to hold office again. And I think he should uh, pay in some form fashion in the in the you know, or judicial system, so. Yeah, I am um, still honest, like, honestly blown away. And I say not, I usually expect the worst in people. And um, not a lot shocks me, I guess. I don't know. But I was blown away that they did not, tear gas the crap out of those people rubber bullet all over them that they didn't arrest them right away when i saw the footage of them like escorting rioters out like and then they had to go find everyone and arrest them later it's like what oh, why why what like i thought for sure that they were gonna get taken down but no they they didn't and i cannot believe I'm shocked that, um, you know, people who are so all lives matter, back the blue, blah, 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 killed a police officer. Yeah, like, no side should support the actions of those people, regardless if you're a Trump supporter. That's not how things are done. That, that those people are terrorists. Yeah. All right, I... I'm, I'm kind of tired of talking about this. Well, it can be how things yeah. are done if it's like a super horrible, corrupt... I mean... Yeah, that's if you have Hugo Chavez as president <laughs> or Hitler yeah. or somebody like that. Yeah, that's warranted. This, we have... I mean, we have a... Like, this, there's nothing like that that's happened. Yeah, the people spoke. Yeah. Anyways, um... To uh, move us along, um, let's move to something happier. Um, Is there anything happy left in this world? Well, um, I would just, let me talk about some of my personal things. So, Saturday I kind of had a time, a bit of a hard time, I guess. Um, so, I wanted to go to Jack in the Box. For me. For he us. being the sweet cakes. To get treats and... Um, First, they told me I needed cash only. They only took cash, so I went and got cash. And then I wanted to get a milkshake there, and they told me the milkshake milkshake machine was down. So um, normally I would have let that upset my whole night or, you know, at least an hour or two. But instead I let it out just then. I... You know, I, fl- I, I put my little Nissan Versa in reverse and fl- floored it. 
and uh, laid down on the horn in the parking lot of Jack in the Box and um, got it out of my system. But uh, I was completely moved on. I might have taken a year of life off my car's life, but um, whatever. But then later on that same night, I went to Whataburger. And Whataburger usually is trusty. I never had any issues there. But the person behind me was a drunk. I don't know. He could have been like 20 for all I know. He was, you know, he was a bigger, heavy set kid. And I, as I was ordering, this guy crept along and ran into the back of my car. And I got out of the car and yelled at him. But he uh, he didn't damage my car, but he was drunk. But um, I was lucky for that. But I just told him to be careful. And um, yeah, I didn't let that bother me either. I was shook up and mad for a little bit. But um. I'll just say, like, if anyone's dealing with anger or, you know, anxiety and they can't, they don't know how to cope, I would say meditation has been the biggest help for me. And, and you at least do it five to seven times a week if you really want to handle your emotions. And, and when I say mindfulness, if you don't necessarily know what that means, that means to have control of your thoughts, which is a superpower. So, um... I'll keep, well, it is. Mm -hmm. Not many, I mean, usually. Um, it's very hard to do. Yeah, you're. I mean, even when I meditate, I still catch myself thinking. Everyone does, yeah. Yeah, or when I read, I catch myself thinking about other stuff, and I, I try to stop that. So, yeah. Um, even though I talked about two negative things there, I just turned into a positive. And, um, yeah, I don't. I don't feel bad about last night now, um, and it moved on. Mm -hmm. I journal once a week, too, and, um, yeah, and I just journal about things I'm trying to work on in my life to make better. Yeah, I've noticed a huge difference since you've started meditating. I mean, I've told you this before, but just to reiterate it for our, our listeners, um, a huge difference since you've started meditating um, Jesse used to, well, I mean, he's, we all still do at times, but really Jesse would get caught up in just ruminating on things, just continuously thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. Um, and I've noticed, yeah, it just, it's just like instant. It's kind of surprising how instantly it started working, which for every it won't work that fast for everyone. Don't want to get everyone's hopes up. Um, but yeah, I noticed a huge difference in your ability to actually control your emotions and your thoughts and, um, yeah, and just be mindful, which is, like you said, being in control of your thoughts, but also being living in the present moment, not just thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking about everything that happened or what went down or that one thing you said in that conversation yeah and it's made life worth living and better like i can see what's actually happening now yeah it's been a lot better for our relationship too yeah so because you i mean meant 
your personal mental health affects all your relationships, you know? Yeah, so if anyone's struggling and can't, you know, like I just personally, I recommend uh, that and uh, the 21 minutes of readings also, I think, you know, like that kind of supplements my meditation too somewhat. I yeah, think. just being still and reading. Yeah. Um, this is not necessarily related to to the meditation, but when I was um, one of the things that I learned about in therapy that I thought was super helpful was looking up different um, cognitive fallacies. So there's, oh gosh, I want to say it's like seven or ten or something like that. I don't remember all of them because not all of them applied. Um, But there's different fallacies that we all do. Um, We do at least one of them. And for me, it's the one that affects me the most is all or nothing. Where it's like, oh, especially when it comes to like eating and stuff. Like, oh, well, I already had one cookie. I already broke the, the diet. So I might as well just go ahead and eat all of them. You know, as opposed to thinking okay, well, one cookie is not as many calories or harmful sugar as the whole package, that kind of thing. Um, There's also catastrophic thinking where it's you just imagine the worst of everything, which I think is the one that Jesse, what I saw the most with Jesse. Yeah, um, yeah, I go into pretty dark places. But, um, I I, I mean, I'm probably still a victim of that still, but... Yeah, I still catch myself with doing the all or nothing thinking and it it just once you I just highly encourage everyone to look them up. They're interesting and once you recognize them, it's easier to know when you're doing it and tell you, and talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Well, um do you want to do Jill's Kitty Corner or what's up? Oh, um, you don't really have anything. <clears throat> I don't know. Do I have anything? I don't know. Which, oh, you did a cat ship today by yourself. Okay. Uh, Big props. W- w- welcome to Jill's. We don't have the cat cue. Oh, no, sorry. All right. Welcome to, to Jill's Kitty Corner. Meow. <laughs> um, this week in Jill's Kitty Corner, we're going to talk about. I don't. I don't know. I don't have anything. Uh, I did can't. A, a blank. Kitty, kitty corner this week. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I did. Um, Luther, gotcha. Luther has been acting a. F- oh, this is funny. Um, Luther has been acting a fool. He's been acting crazy. He just wants outside all the time. He's hungry. He wants to play. I don't know what he wants. He just screams and screams and screams and screams. It's kind of like I feel like I have like a colicky baby. Like, how do I make you stop? Um, so I let him outside while I was painting my nails. I was inside the kitchen painting my nails, just keeping an eye on him through the door window. And there was a crack in our backyard. And um, I had just gotten out of the shower, so I had my hair clips in, you know, let my let my hair dry, had my robe on. And Luther leaps through the crack in the fence in our backyard into our neighbor's yard. And it's just hanging out in there. So I had to run over and knock on her door and ask if she could get Luther. I don't know. I guess she didn't want to pick him up or something. So she had me come through and just get him from the backyard. But it was funny because she also, like, clearly had just gotten out of the shower. (laughs) 
like her hair was in her curlers uh getting done she like only had a shirt on so we're like both like half dressed like trying to get this cat <laughs> it was kind of ridiculous and then of course we open the back door in her place and luther's just like hey he's such a little asshole he had zero guilt yep so if anyone's uh perspectively thinking about getting a cat these are some things to keep in mind yeah you'll get to know your neighbors like super well in weird ways <laughs> um and uh as much as you try to keep them inside they'll scream at you and want you to take them outside or escape and not be your cat at all really okay <laughs> be your cat at all. okay that depends we're like 50 50 oh, yeah. luther and ryford are the only ones who like picks that want to go outside pixie and lucy want to go out in the backyard Kind of. Yeah, so we're 50% sex, six, oh God. 50% successful cat owners. Yes. Accurate. So we got Fs. Dang it. Two out of four? Two out of four content living in kitty prison? <laughs> Although Ryford's curled up right behind me and he looks pretty dang content. I don't think he's going to be leaping off a balcony anytime soon, knock on wood. Okay, well, um, I think that concludes Jill's Kitty Corner. Um, anyways, um, I know we kind of took a deep dive there, and uh, we kind of, this is a bit of a longer one for us. We're at 33 minutes, and um, anyways, um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, even though it kind of got dark there for a second. And um, uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, nonetheless. Um, if you want to send us uh, content or uh, topics or questions, you can uh, send them to my our ver- my various social medias on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Jesse underscore Runnels, on Instagram, Jesse dot Runnels, and on Facebook at Jesse Runnels. You can also email me at ramblinrunnels at gmail.com. R-A-M-B-L-I-N Runnels R-U-N-N-E-L-S at gmail.com And once again uh, thanks for always listening to the podcast. You can also uh, leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast. It really helps us out. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Goodbye.